is time real it is an entity that is relative how i experience time is not the same way somebody may too this is not qualitatively that i'm speaking about i'm saying this purely in the physical sense if time is relative then even time isn't the absolute truth this moment as i'm experiencing is the only thing that is if this moment is the same for all again not experientially but in the physical sense then is there anything like this moment a moment if is a fragment of time then there isn't anything called as this moment but this moment as an encapsulator of time which holds within itself all of the eternity then can this very moment be absolute welcome to 13 13 is a podcast about being and creating in this podcast we acknowledge the mundane and celebrate the everyday here we interact read and share our experiences with an intent to be and to create your host for today are prasanna and myself shantesh let's get started if you look at living in the moment or living in a given time or being in the present as we say or um, living in the now in fact there is a book i think by the name living in the now by uh, ekart tole so all those concepts and those are uh, kind of uh, touching upon the spirituality topics as well as some metaphysical topics so uh, from a theoretical aspect it is all fine but even if we look on a day to day basis what happens with us so at this point in time either i am worried about what is going to happen in the future in today's day tomorrow or a week later or a month later or a year later or i am concerned bothered disturbed by the things which have happened in the past yesterday a week back a month back or a year back so all my thoughts are getting generated from these two sources either it is the past which is sourcing them or it is the concern or worry about the future which is an input to my thinking and that thinking is what is i assume is real to me and i'm using that word i assume because it is not real i know that it is not real but that's what becomes real for me so all my thoughts i think that those are real are actually just created thoughts and there is nothing which is in fact real in those thoughts those are just plain thoughts so what i'm coming to is this living in the moment or uh, being in the right now is something which is never happening so that's the kind of acknowledgement i'm coming to first uh so prasanna i was exactly with that perspective trying to touch upon this idea of living in the moment now living in the moment itself isn't a grammatically correct statement but it exists across various cultures uh, perhaps mostly used in uh, eastern civilizations uh, because it becomes a corrupted sort of literal translation <laughs> from the native languages but the correct phrase is living for the moment or at the moment uh, 
but you cannot be in the moment and that's also exactly aligned with what we are trying to then say if we consider moment as a fragment of time then at the moment of for the moment becomes real but the moment we consider this moment as an encapsulator of all of the eternity as your entire past your great grandmother also belongs to this moment and your 10 generations from now also belongs to this moment as you are then it is a holder it is a container and then in the moment becomes sort of perceivable comprehensible now why i'm bringing this is the moment everything becomes part of this in this very moment then what is the absolute truth now i'm i'm just trying to find the meaning of absolute truth first in nature particularly gravity is is a truth and if you step outside it will act on everybody regardless of who they are on this very planet in the exact same manner if you are a feather you will fall 9.8 meters per second square if you are a person you will fall with the same velocity now that is a sort of an absolute truth sunshine is another example it shines upon everyone in the same manner no matter your caste creed background age sex gender nothing matters at all but in the very moment with our thoughts the way we construct we make our reality very contextual so if it is for this friend i'm thinking the same very action becomes endearing or a gesture of compassion but if it is for somebody who is irritating me that very action probably becomes like a burden so how do you, and and both appear extremely real to us but they aren't because they are constructed and that is why this entire question so i have a problem with the word absolute in that phrase of absolute truth honestly because mm-hmm. uh, absolute is something which i don't know whether we will be able to find it or not or it's a never ending kind of a chase if i look that truth it's more contextual based on time place location space so gravity for example whatever the acceleration due to gravity is on earth is not the same when it is on moon so the the moment i change the space from earth to moon or moon to mars gravity and its effect changes and there might be some planets where there is zero gravity also i don't know but my point is gravity is the truth on earth whatever 9.8 meter per second mm. square is the gravity which we have on earth and not outside of earth or the space of earth so same way the other example which you gave uh, which is about day and night or sun so sun is again time contextual so as much as day is real night is also real for other people at a different point in time so based on the time zones and based on the mm. locations so my point is i get what you are saying those these are the truths and these are like natural principles uh, if you sow a seed and nurture it, it there is a huge possibility that 
there is a a new tree which is going to come out of it so that's the natural principle which is the truth in a way so but my whole point was that truth also changes from situation to situation place to place and space to space now the reason why i'm touching upon absolute truth is not uh, in a philosophical sense uh, and and of course like you said gravity or sunshine uh, is again relative uh in the sense that it is again in the context of time or the space that you are in it appears accordingly but uh i kind of am looking as moment as the holder of the all eternity rather than a fragment in time as simply because then every experience of every individual is considered as truth within that and the moment we do that then there is a certain degree of compassion towards or acceptance towards another point of view that while i believe that this is in this very moment i'm extremely angry about somebody else's action that person probably had no reason to irritate you or anger you that person's actions were also very real to that person and therefore that person took those very actions and in yeah. that there is a acceptance to both these realities that is where i'm trying to label this absolute truth and as we were speaking what was coming to my mind was devdatt patnaik's reference uh to intrinsic truth or natural truth he says versus mythical truth i believe so i'm not sure of the uh, uh, correct references because i had read it in uh, a book many years ago probably but uh, gravity for example he says is an intrinsic truth where it acts upon everyone regardless of your background in the same manner whereas created is sort of a cultural truth that we create that the concept of money the concept of religion the concept of caste the concept of nationality the concept of an organization we believe in that organization we believe in money we believe in region religion nationality so on and so forth but they are all created truth and because we believe our transactions our day to day living happens smoothly we as humans have been able to evolve as well but it is also the very reason why we limit ourselves but that perhaps could be a topic for yet another time uh, coming back to our topic of absolute truth the nature of absolute truth is it allows to for different perspectives to coexist simultaneously and it therefore allows for certain degree of acceptance and that is perhaps why i am trying to touch upon this aspect moment as an holder of all eternity so if we look at the topic which we have chosen or the title for the episode the myth of truth and if we go by the typical uh, elimination technique as we do in our entrance exam find out not mm. the right answers <laughs> to come out uh, uh, to the correct answer uh, what is not truth if we see uh, what we can see is most of our beliefs are not truth and we normally approach beliefs by first believing it 
and then trying to see whether that belief is right or wrong, trying to find the rationality behind it, trying to eliminate things. So, but my given no, but even let let me just be. let me also just interrupt here and add another layer for the ones who consider themselves to be very rational or logical people that sometimes we call this belief hypothesis and then we also put a big theory behind it and then also prove it and then believe that because it is scientific it it is real but yeah even in the context of science i'm saying that sometimes believing on science is also a belief and that also is subject to challenge that's absolutely subject to challenge and also the only fortunate thing about science is it corrects itself and that's mm-hmm. the reason why many of the sciences which were of newton's age no more stand correct when einstein came and maybe they may not stand correct when someone else comes tomorrow but as you rightly said uh, that's also subject to uh, challenge and the point is what happens is typically we first believe and then we try to see whether that belief is correct or not, whether it is truth or not. And that whole process takes a lot of time. (laughs) Again, coming back to the topic of time, uh, because from, as you rightly said, we are born into stories, whether it is the story of nation, religion, caste, creeds, family, uh, all those things or place uh, where I'm born, which place I'm born. So everything has a story around it. And we are born into that stories and we live with those stories. So when we are talking about truth, forget about uh, we trying to f- forget ourselves as such. Even the stories are so real to us that we no- don't even touch that so-called, uh, I'm just air quoting self, but uh, we do not even touch that self part. And then to experience truth in the moment is to go beyond that self because the moment you have because that self, the, because the purview of your moment itself is already filtered you're looking referenced. at it through a different colored glass through a reference correct and with that reference of self and that's what i from uh, uh, today when we started we said that I am either in my past or I am either in my future. That I is the reference point there. Hmm. Uh, the moment that I disappears, then there is a possibility of uh, something else. I don't know whether to call it truth or not or reality or not, but there is definitely a possibility of something else. What is that something else? I don't know. So that's exactly because again, if the moment you create. A story around that that becomes that's myth. a new story <laughs> yeah that's mm. a new story absolutely but is that something else that we are talking about experiential then that is exactly the point so if it is in if it is captured in experience and if it is uh, uh, something which is recreatable then again it has its own limitations is what i would say it is not to mm. put it in experience or it is not about trying to get a formula to be there and that's exactly what many of uh, the stories around whether it is mindfulness or meditation or spirituality or again i am taking the example because of psychedelics because people rely on that as well for these experiences but that 
again goes in the domain of uh, experience which has its own limitations it's and not experience wrong experience is experience is sensorial either through the physical senses of touch taste smell hearing or sight or even the sense of time sense of perception sense of identity and through that we start experiencing but experience is at the end of the day again referenced to this self because it, 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 the same experience of chocolate may vary for everybody exactly so more than experience and more in between or maybe a little ahead of understanding is something what we call as realization and then resonating oneself with those realizations i think that's the kind of domain it will be again not to not wanting to frame it into a particular phrase but i think uh, that's where you can uh, come closer to reality but personally i think right now what my approach would be is you to use that elimination technique as i said what is not real even if i start looking at that that gives me a lot of freedom the elimination technique is sort of removing things layer by layer of what is not but then if you keep doing that then everything goes off until nothing remains yeah that's a paradoxical term are... also because nothing remains when i say which means nothing remains so something is remaining we are labeling that which is not as nothing and the moment again we label that as nothing then you are creating something so you again remove that until nothing remains <laughs> true so it is narrative after narrative and we are as a storytellers and story lovers we would like to put those stories around this so i absolutely get what you are saying so it is simple yet not very clear sometimes simple but not easy yeah simple but not easy <laughs> correct <laughs> okay but i think uh, yeah so the idea of perceiving this very moment is neither experiential therefore nor the reality but it is as is and one way to touch upon it is keep peeling the layers of the onion until nothing remains and the moment we call it nothing that which is not nothing remains then again you try to peel that off so it is an ongoing exercise either that or the other way is to simply be present that whatever i am experiencing isn't real and i don't have to believe in that i just do perform my duties not as an existential crisis then one might label that this is another issue we are creating but then while we are playing this entire game we are also mindful 
that it isn't real. Is that what it is? Um, no, I, I don't know, honestly. Again, uh, it's very difficult to come to any conclusion on this topic. Uh, but I, there are many things which are opening up right now for me also. Because uh, when we see uh, that what is not real or what is untrue, I think that realization itself is a truth. So, many a times... Uh, we have this obsession for capturing it or having a technique. By the way, that is why we were using that word elimination technique or whatever. Uh, but th that's always a search to find something which can be used as a formula, can be used as a method. But the realization that there is no method, there is no formula, that itself it brings you closer to reality and closer to truth. So it is for an individual to simply realize, I, I can't even call it experience, but simply being with this realization and it's a very abstract topic. So it's very difficult to then describe it. Absolutely. Because if we could describe it, it needs to therefore be tangible, but it isn't. But it's an abstract topic. It can't be a thought either. And therefore, one has to really try and realize it for themselves. But this could just simply be a way in which we could probably try and summarize this very idea. Yeah. There. Sorry. So, yeah, so I was just trying to summarize it that if you see... Uh, Every time we try to believe something, we make stories around it, we create narratives around it. And that's where that old saying, I don't know where it comes from, but that old saying uh, holds true is that truth when believed is a lie. <laughs> I think... That itself summarizes the entire conversation that we've been having. And that's something for our listeners and for us to ponder upon. With that, we complete our today's conversation. Thank you. Thank you for listening. For more such podcasts and daily writings, subscribe us on creating13.com. That is creating13.com. We request you to share this podcast with your friends and family and anyone who may be interested in such topics. Your sharing will only help us to reach out to people and to serve our cause. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram or Twitter. We've put the links in the description. You can also listen to our podcast on your favorite podcast platform now. We hope that you've enjoyed this episode. And we wish to have you with us again next week for listening a new episode. Until then, take care.